This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Dirt, an audio drama, is a production of Studio 5705. Chapter 18, Part 1. Text Antonia. I know I don't deserve it. But please, write or call back. As I leave Kay's Road and turn onto Highway 97, the gravity of what I did and said at the farm really starts to sink in. Even though the detector freely revealed the location of the key to me, and even though being on the other side of the fence made me feel like I could try and do anything, I know I made those choices myself. Just as I chose to wear the costume last week that resulted in a scandal that ultimately made me leave Motorpool. I feel terrible about undermining Antonia, but I feel almost scared that I called out Salvador in front of everybody and that he and Antonia may be having a difficult conversation right now because of me about the property next to theirs. And then there's Maria and the disappointment in her voice. The thought that I may have caused trouble in the family makes me feel ashamed and embarrassed. Did you get my messages? All right. Text Megan Kamira. Hey, Megan. I'm on the road today. But yeah, let's talk as soon as you're free. In meetings, but we'll call as soon as I'm out. Okay. It's sunny as I turn onto Highway 24 and begin the drive into the Rattlesnake Hills, north of the Yakima Valley, heading east. Call Kim. You know I'm at work, right? Is this an emergency? (laughs) No. Just wanted to talk. Well, you're lucky. I have a few minutes before my next wildly fascinating Zoom call. (laughs) So, where is little brother off to today, hmm? Yoga? (laughs) Yoga? Well, it's Monday morning and you're not working. That's what I'd do. I am not off to yoga. Although, maybe it would do my mind some good. Wapato? Just left there. 
Well then, I'd say you're heading up to Pinto. Nailed it. Or thereabouts. This clue feels even more vague than the others. Plus, I've never been there. So I'm not really sure what to expect. Wilson Creek. Where bellows begat bedfellows. You memorize that? From the places I've been? Well, with the plot always thickening, I need to stay current. (laughs) Which way are you driving? I'm on 24 right now, heading toward Hanford Reach. Then probably 17 through Othello, all the way to 28. That's a pretty drive. Yeah. So you're near the Sleeping Giants. <laughs> How did that start, by the way? I think that's just the name Mom and Dad came up with when we were little. Because of the shapes of the hills all around there. Someone thought the hills looked like rows of Sleeping Giants all laying down next to each other. I'm sure it made sense, at our age. Yeah. Just like the pumpkin sign out of Ritzville. Remember that? The giant orange Union 76 sign you could see from miles away. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, any more mysteries solved on the farm? Kind of. But I made a mess of things. What do you mean? I said and did some things that got everyone upset at me. Salvador told me to leave. What? Yeah. Don't... I deserved it. I can be such an idiot sometimes. What did you do? I, I pressed Salvador about some things that Antonia warned me not to. He got pretty upset. And she did, too. And then I might have broken into their office to get a key to the tractor? What? I broke into their office in the middle of the night to get a key. No, I mean, why would you do all that? They told me the tractor got stuck up there again. But I needed to see for myself that it was true. (sighs) This isn't making any sense to you. Not really. But they actually told you to leave? Yeah. They're even changing the gate security code on the driveway. Joseph? Yeah? This is like becoming a pattern now. You doing something and then having to work your way out of your own mess. I know. I have no idea what possessed you to do these things. But you need to get your shit together. Do I need to send them a note? Apologize for you? For us? Why us? You didn't do anything. Because they're family. You really broke into their office? That's where the detector said the key was. The what? The detector told me that the tractor key was in there. The detector told you that? It did. When I asked. Well, let's put that aside for now. I'm guessing because the detector said it, you felt you had permission to do it. (sighs) Well, 
If this freaking detector is so all-knowing, why don't you just ask it what the answer is to this huge mystery you're trying to solve? I mean, it would save you a lot of steps and maybe a few relationships. You know you're acting weird, right? Since all of this? I mean, it's one thing to get really interested in solving a puzzle. But you, you're taking it to a whole new level. You need to get some self-control. I know. And now, I have to go present research data about pig feces to a panel of industrial fertilizer experts. I can talk more tonight, if you want. But Joseph, please promise me you'll make things right with the Floreses. No dumb treasure hunt or weird psycho metal detector is worth ruining that. I know. I will. Kim. What? Just... thank you. For what? Just... being here. Well, just quit making this so hard. For both of us. Right. Bye. Text Antonia. It's me, apologizing, again. But at least, now we know your dad is up to something? That was a dumb thing to say. Almost immediately, I see three dots indicating she's writing back. But almost as fast, the dots disappear without a reply. Well, at least I know you're getting these. I try to refocus my thoughts as I take in the lonely landscape around me. Treeless hills covered in yellow grasses rise gently on both sides of the highway. Even though this road is just one ridge away from the lush Yakima Valley, it's mostly empty here. A few occasional farms or ranches dot the landscape, doing their best to make something of the stark, dry land. Thirty miles or so later, the road cuts north to the Vernita Bridge, which crosses over the only remaining free-flowing section of the Columbia River in Washington. To my left and west, I see the tall gorge where the river cuts through the Saddle Mountains, south of the town of Vantage. To my right is a vast desert plain that houses the industrial complexes of the Hanford Nuclear Site. Once across the Columbia, the highway heads east again above tall, sandy-white cliffs that the river carved out eons ago. Eventually, the road turns north again, where the brown basalt rock and yellow grasses finally give way to richly fertile farmland. Farmland that also was once barren, but is now irrigated by man-made canals that travel great distances from large reservoirs that were created in the 1940s and 50s by the United States Bureau of Reclamation as the Columbia Basin Project. 
Without it, the entire middle part of Washington State, which is caught in the rain shadow of the jagged Cascade Mountains to the west, would still be inhospitable to all, but the most hardy. It's just before noon when I arrive at the boat launch for Billy Clap Lake, the large reservoir behind Pinto Dam. There are basalt cliffs and rockfalls on both sides of the lake, and no trees except for those planted in a nearby community of lakeshore homes and dam facilities. The earthen dam was created as part of the Columbia Basin project. It also happens to be, as Salvador pointed out at dinner last night, where Imo and Vivian first met Ernesto and Lucila. I know this because it's the subject of another of Imo's stories in the Hitchhiker's Guide to Gray's Harbor, called Where We First Met. The story takes place in the summer of 1948, when Imo and Ernesto were separately looking for temporary work. Imo, because school was out for the summer. Ernesto, because he was newly back in the United States after briefly returning to Mexico, and this time, no longer as a bracero. Ernesto was free to seek out whatever jobs he could find for himself. And for both men and their wives, the idea of helping build a massive engineering project among the rocky coolies of the Columbia Basin sounded like a unique opportunity to learn new skills and make some quick money. It was after a couple of weeks of working closely together on the dam's emergency spillway project that Imo invited Ernesto and Lucila to dine with him and Vivian in the workers' camp down in Wilson Creek. The four of them quickly struck up a friendship that would last a lifetime. Hey, Megan. Hey, Joseph. Happy Monday. What a crazy few days, huh? Yeah, you could say that. Was that a duck? Actually, a goose. Where are you? <laughs> Just out by a lake, taking in the scenery. Ah, well, I'll just get to it. Okay. So we heard very firmly over the weekend from Molecular that they aren't happy with how things went down. Wait, what? Angela told me that the meeting and the dinner went great. Oh, they did. I'd say better than expected. What they're not happy about is you leaving the company. They say without you, they're not getting the full value out of Motorpool that they expected. Oh. Yeah. Like, how not happy are they about it? They haven't gone forward with the buyout yet. Huh. Shoot. Apparently, they're very eager to hang on to you. Even more so since the costume jaywalker thing. What? They still want you to headline conjoint, for example. Conjoin. Sorry, I can never say it right. Maybe we should rename that. <laughs> Maybe. So, now they're okay with 
goofy stuff? Well, word is that they always liked you. They just didn't want the attention during the buyout evaluation. <laughs> right. What about Angela? I promoted her. There's no going back on that. You don't have to. They love the move. This is about you and your future at Molecular. They have something different in mind for you. Apparently, something much bigger. Much bigger? Yeah, a global position. Lots of travel, meeting with clients, speaking engagements, all that stuff. They have several private jets. Oh, come on! We all thought you'd say yes to that. Hmm. So, does the whole Inner Six know? Yeah, I'm calling on everyone's behalf. Hmm. Mm, you still there? Yeah. Yeah, just thinking. Well, don't take long. They're expecting a yes right away. What about the press release that went out on Friday? The world thinks we parted ways. Pierre will come up with a new angle. Actually, I think they're already working on it. <laughs> Sounds about right. Okay. Just for argument's sake. Let's say I decline. Then what? Well, I don't think I need to tell you how much is riding on this deal to go through. For all of us. Yeah. I know. Ah, dang it. So, what should I report back? I just need a little time to process all this. Let me get back to you later today. Okay. Just remember, the longer you take, the bigger the current story gets. Gotta control the narrative. Yep. I get it. Oh, hey, Megan. While I have you, can you confirm Marlon Mason's cell number for me? Marlon? Yeah. Sure. I'll text it to you right after this. Ah, that'd be great. Thank you. So, just call or text when you have an update? Yeah. I will. Thanks, Megan. Okay. Bye, Joseph. <laughs> Jeez. That sounded like an important call. <sighs> Whoa. I turn around and see an older man with a thick gray beard. He's wearing sunglasses and a heavy coat, a scarf, and a wool newsboy style hat. Where did you come from? Oh, I just heard that little bit at the end is all. <sighs> Can I help you? Oh, no. I'm just looking around. Same as you, I guess? Yeah. Wow. Nice RV. Oh, thanks. I feel a little silly in it. It's a bit much for just me, you know? I got it a few years back when my wife was still alive. Oh. I'm sorry to hear that. We planned to travel all over together when I retired. Now that I'm on my own, I guess I have all the room and time in the world to roam around. Just don't tell that to my gallbladder. Or my prostate. <laughs> you know, this lake, before they built the dam here and filled it up, 
This was a big open coulee with tall cliffs. It had five much smaller lakes in it. Huh. Can you imagine what it was like standing here 15,000 years ago when those floodwaters came roaring through here? And not just once, you know. They say maybe dozens of times. We might have been a hundred feet underwater, right here. Yeah, I guess I remember learning some of that back in high school. Didn't some geologist get ridiculed for theorizing all that? That's right. J. Harlan Bretz. Now his theory is the gold standard. I've taken a few guided hiking tours around here and elsewhere. It's pretty fascinating when you get out there on foot in the canyons, away from the highways. It's a lot different than the view from your car. I bet. So what are you doing here? I'm just out exploring, like you said. In that car? On a Monday? I have the day off. Didn't sound like it. <laughs> There's a nice place to eat down at Wilson Creek, if you're hungry. On the main road. I think it's the only place in town. I had the bedfellows scramble. What did you say? Pretty good coffee, too. I think they serve breakfast until two. So you're still in luck. Okay. Thanks? Sure. Well, I'll let you get back to your day off. Hope you find whatever you're looking for. Wait. You look familiar. Do we know each other? I don't know. Do we? Take care now. Oh, man. Not have been random. <sighs> okay. Should I go search at the cafe? Should I take the molecular job? Wait. No. Nope. Don't do that.
Alrighty. With egg whites, just like you asked. <laughs> Thanks. Sure. Don't rush, though. You can finish while I clean the place up. Oh, appreciate that. Is this your place? I mean, technically, it's the bank's. But yeah, it's mine. Nice. Mm. This looks really good. How did he get the name Bedfellow Scramble? Oh, it goes back a long time. Oh, yeah? You see that photo over there? Behind the register? I look in the direction he's pointing, and I can kind of see a photo. But it's tough to make out due to the entire wall and all of the other walls in the restaurant being completely covered with knickknacks and antique-looking collectibles of every kind imaginable. I think so? You're welcome to go take a look at it when you're done. Before I bought the place, this building was a general store, a church, a bank, and before all that, it was the house my grandmother lived in. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I like to think she knows I have it now, God rest her soul. Hmm. Anyway, that photo was taken back in the late 40s, when a lot of the dam workers stayed here in town. Yeah, I've read a little bit about that. The dam workers stayed not far from here? Yeah, not many people know that. What brings you to town? I'm just passing through mostly, taking in some of the sights. Ah, have you been to Dry Falls yet? No, not yet. Later today, probably. Nice. Well, anyway, four of the dam workers formed a group during that final summer of construction and called themselves the Bedfellows. My grandmother had them over to play at her house often. She'd get a big crowd here, which she loved. That's why the town made this place a dance hall after she moved away. Hmm. <laughs> why did she move away? Oh, uh, she got married to a farmer. Things didn't work out here. So they picked up and moved to St. Louis. Oh. I guess that was the end of that. For her it was. Though I know she missed it here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I get to talking about stuff and can't stop. I should let you eat. No. It's okay. I love hearing about this kind of stuff. Yeah? You see that accordion on the wall? Oh. Yeah. It actually belonged to one of the bedfellows. He made enough money that summer to buy a new one. So he left the old one here with my grandmother as a gift. Oh, wow. Yeah. Then she gave it to me when I was little. I had it boxed away for decades. But one day I realized it belonged here with all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah. You've got quite the collection here. Yeah. Most of it still works. With that accordion... I figured I'd have to replace some of the keys, or the bellows, or something. But, nope. Wait. Bellows. That's what the crinkly things on the accordion are called, right? Yeah. Do you play? Or, <laughs> I guess you don't. Or, you'd know what they're called. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. That's the story. I should go clean up. But, like I said, take your time. All right. Thanks again. <sighs> what? I see that I have two new texts from Mel. From her new phone. Oh, crap. 
The first one reads, Really? Followed by, You had the police? Question me? Oh, no. Just hang on a second. Oh, man. Oh, that was fast. Yeah, something came up. But thanks again. For the conversation, too. Sure. And if there's anything in here you want to buy, it's all for sale. Here or on eBay. Aha. <laughs> oh, did you want to look at that picture? Oh, right. I already forgot. So, which one is it again? In the framed black and white photo on the wall. Uh, you okay? Just over the restaurant owner's right shoulder are four men, each holding musical instruments. Could I come around and look at that a little more closely? Sure. I recognize it instantly as the same photo that's on the wall in the office at Flores Farms with Imo holding a violin. You know, I would like to buy something, actually. And Ernesto holding. How much for the accordion? Dirt, an audio drama, is a production of Studio 5705 and is written, directed, and produced by me, Chris Cayella. This chapter features the voice talents of Jeannie Leslie as Kim, Cheryl Tamayose as Megan Kimura, Ali Saudi as the RV driver, and Sean Noyes as the cafe owner. I play the part of Joseph. For more information about Dirt, an audio drama, visit dirtaudiodrama.com. And if you like what you hear, please spread the word on Twitter or whatever social platform you use. Word of mouth absolutely helps the podcast grow. We'll return soon with part two of chapter 18, featuring the rest of the treasure hunt in Wilson Creek and an explosive phone call with Mel. Until then... And as always, thank you very much for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. If you're looking for a podcast adventure, check out Dum Dums and Dragons, a podcast where improvisers and comedians who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dragons has been featured on the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast, ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America, and has been downloaded more than four million times. Dum Dums and Dragons can be discovered anywhere hilarious podcasts can be found. It's like Lord of the Rings, if everyone was an idiot. <laughs>